Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome to episode 80. I'm so excited that we're in the eights, you guys. Eight is my favorite number. So eight and then like 88 and then I got a couple of others up my sleeve, but like being in the eights is wicked exciting to me. So here we are, episode 80. This sucker is all about contraction and expansion. Let's dive into that. I got a couple of stories for you and then uh, we're going to dive into like, I'm going to like connect the dots of how it all like comes together. So here's the thing. So, um, I have a I have a um, a former client and somebody I know really well, and I'm gonna call them Sally. <laughs> so here's the deal. One of the things that I was working on in one-to-one spiritual mentoring with this person. So here's the thing: a lot of people come to me, right? Uh, we think we have a lot of different problems. But there's really only one that we're suffering from. But the suffering takes on like many forms. So one of the things that I was working with this person around is really um, a deep state of contraction. And I used to say, so I found this graphic online, you guys. And it was a graphic of a person who was completely wrapped in saran wrap. So like their arms were like down by their size. There was a hole cut for like the nose, I think the nose and the mouth could breathe. But other than that, they were completely mummified and wrapped in like um, saran wrap. And I used to say, hey, no more. When we were doing our work and I would start to see um, changes in her and the transformation of the story to the glory as I started to see things happening, right? And we worked together in like in, in different uh, iterations and forms. But one of the things I started saying was, hey, no more saran wrap Sally, right? No more this contraction, this tightness, this closed offness, this smallness, this not expressing, right? Your joy, your happiness, your bigness, your creativity. We're not doing that anymore. Because here's the thing. When I think about contraction and expansion, I really just kind of simplify it into fear, that contracted state versus love. And what I always do is I do this visual. And those of you who listen and aren't watching, who don't watch this show, because uh, you can always watch this sucker over on the YouTube, and I know a few people do. But so I always do this thing where I tighten up my fists, like wicked tight, like I make tight fists. And I always say to them, love does not happen in a contracted state. It happens like this. And then I open up, I uncurl, unfurl my fingers and I do an open palm. And I say, love happens in this state. But love doesn't happen in a contracted state when we're acting and feeling and behaving and experiencing life like we're wrapped up fucking wicked tight in saran wrap where nothing can move and nothing can get in and nothing can get out. Love doesn't happen in that place. 
And the reason why we can feel incredibly contracted, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why, right? Fear is the, let's just say fear is the, fear is the source. Fear is the source of all of it. But so often, so let's, let's talk about it like this. You get a gist in your own body of what I'm talking about. Have you ever just like walked into a room and the energy in the room just made you go like, just like, like, just like tighten up, contract, or you're watching something. Like I cannot even tell you how much social media for me can sometimes feel like a contracted experience, right? Well, I'll see something or I'll see somebody's marketing or their approach or something that they're saying or whatever. And it just goes, I go like, oh, no, 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 no. Like I just... Like I just feel myself like shutting the windows, shutting the doors. And I, and I talk about it like this, like fear is like, um, fear is like a door shutter, <laughs> right? It's a window shutter. It's a window slam. I'm like, nope, boom, we shut it down. Love expansion creates the experience of, ooh, swing open the doors, man. Let in the sunlight, let in the cool breeze, right? It's just like, ooh. And it got me to thinking about like, you know, and I'm sure, I'm sure all of you can think about a person, a particular person, place, politic, something, some experience where you felt that contraction in your body, where it was like the, the energy and the spirit was going, oh, no, 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 we're not doing, mm, 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 no. And it made me think, this is a wicked old memory, and here's the deal. I'm a little bit older. I don't think I'm old, but I'm a little bit older, right? I'm going to be 52 soon, you guys, a couple of weeks. Love my birthday. I'm wicked excited. And I was like thinking about, like, so when we were kids, so this is how, this is how I heard it in my head, right? When my spiritual team and I were having a conversation about this episode, I'm like, do you ever get around certain people where your energy becomes like a shrinky dink? <laughs> a shrinky dink. And then I was like, oh my God, there are so many people who could be listening to this right now who are too young to even know what a shrinky dink is. But a shrinky dink was like, it was almost like a coloring book. It's like these sheets of, I'm going to call them poly, I want to say polyurethane. It's, I know that's not real, but it's a poly something, a polythrene, a poly something. I don't remember, but you could color these pictures on this paper, like a coloring book. And then you would like rip it out color it. And then you would cut around the edges with like scissors. And then you would pop that sucker in the oven. It sounds crazy, right? And you would pop it in the oven. I think like Shrinky Digs came out in like 73. It was sometimes in the seventies and you pop those suckers in the oven and they would totally like contract and get smaller and harder. And they would shrink down to like a third of their size, but they would get thicker. And then you would have like these little, I don't even know what you call them. They weren't like, they were just like these little like pieces that went from being like paper and big and they would shrink down and they would become hard and thicker and shiny. And then, so you had your little colored thing, like, I don't know. I'm like, what do you do? Display them, put them in your pockets. I think we just love the science, the reaction, the transformation. But for me, it was almost like a reverse transformation. It would take this big expansive thing, this colorful thing, and it would shrink it down. And I was like, yeah, sometimes there are people whose energy, like the way they, that I, I just feel like, or just situations, right? Or whatever. And I think right now, as we're moving towards November, as we're moving towards this next election cycle, uh, I think there's a lot of contracted energy happening in the atmosphere, 
in the environment, in the culture, in society. I think just out in the world right now, there's a lot of fear that's happening. So we're kind of shrinky dinking ourselves. And I want to talk about like, no, 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 what we need right now, not fear. What we need right now is, what's that song? What the world needs now. You don't want KK singing, but what we need is love, sweet love. That's what we're talking about. And love is what allows us to expand. And it's like this, the difference between like, you know, so when I was working with that client and I would say to them, like, you know, there's a tightness, there's this energy, like this contraction of like closed fists. And there's a line in A Course in Miracles that basically says like, I'm totally paraphrasing the shit out of this, but here's the heartbeat of it. Um, it's like, let go, let go of all thoughts that you hold about yourself. Let go of all thoughts of what you believe about yourself and what you believe about what God is. What, like, let go of who you think you are and who and what you think God is and just come empty handed. Come like open handed is what it's saying. Come with no preconceived conceptions, no expectations, none of your judgment, none of your stinginess, none of your fear. And I'm going to go into each of those things, right? Like just kind of come open open-handed, empty-handed. And it's also, I always say like, come open-minded, let your ears be open, let your mind be open, let your heart be open. Because it's in that expanded state that miracles can actually happen. It's in that expansion where there's actually an opportunity for spirit, Holy Spirit, to help your ass, <laughs> to help you contract that. So it's the difference between, right? So contraction and expansion, right? No more saran wrap Sally. We want to be able to unfurl ourselves, to show up in the fullness and the wholeness and the holiness of ourselves. So it's kind of like the difference between like fear versus love. Fear is the realm of the ego. It is the realm of separation. It is the realm of putting people in boxes. It is the realm of duality and judgment, right? Versus love, which is the language of God. It is the language of the mystics and the saints. It is the language of spirit. It is the language of source. It is what we are. It is the makeup of our DNA. People often say, you know, we're made of the stars. We're made of atoms. Like, yeah, here in the duality illusion dream, sure, sure, run with that. But I think what we're really made up of is the essence of love. We, you know, it was like, and again, however you, I'm being, I'm being poetic right now. It's almost as if like God breathed into us his love, her love, it's love. I don't get hung up on pronouns, right? It's like, yeah. And so love is more like big, open, swing open the love door, right? It's also the difference between like judgment versus curiosity. Like judgment is very contracted. It's like, it's also like the difference of coming in with like an expert mind, like an expert mind where you think like you already know anything, everything, right? Like there's no room there. There's no growth there because the door shuts like, oh, I'm a master. I'm an expert. Like I know, I know. And as soon as you say, I know, I know is such a dangerous thing to say because it cuts you off. It separates you and limits you for what else might be possible. So that beginner's mind kind of comes in like a happy puppy, like, oh, what's that smell? Sniff, sniff, like, what did that taste like, right? It's like, you want to be in the experience and it's so much more present. Like the I know mentality is kind of like very history and past based where the expansion energy, the curiosity energy is very present. It's very like senses alive. And it's also like the difference between like stinginess and generosity. And I remember like my, my, I had a group of, so what I, you know, I've been a yoga teacher for over 20 years. I had a yoga studio for 10 years and <clears throat> excuse me. 
for a long time, that's, that's what I did. I was a yoga teacher. Um, and then slowly over time, right, the call became, it's not greater meaning like better. It just shifted, right? My divine assignment shifted. And so it was like moving into my ministry of spiritual mentoring, right? But when I gave up, I gave up like all my yoga, I closed the studio, went into spiritual mentoring, kept like two yoga classes. And then I eventually got down to like one class and I just held on to it because I loved the people in that class. My bow, my bow UMC, like uh, my people up at the Audubon too, like when I closed my studio, I love, I loved them all. And so I had this one class of like the diehards who like stayed with me, love these people. And um, there are certain things that I used to say in class all the time. And so towards the end of our time together, they, they, I say they went behind my back, but I mean it in a good way. They were sneaky squirrels. They were little, like super sneaky, sneaky squirrels. <laughs> and uh, they went behind my back and they had these t-shirts made, these beautiful, um, it was so generous. It was so incredible. It was such an expansion of my heart when I saw them, but they had all these sayings and these quotes of things that I always said to them in class. And so they were literally wearing my words on their body. It was like incredible. But one of the things that was on there just made me think of this when I said stinginess um, is I, I used to say to them all the time, don't be stingy with your breath, like expansive, full, deep breaths. We know the power of breath, of good breathing, pranayama. We know the power of it. It shifts the nervous system from the sympathetic to the parasympathetic nervous system. So from that fear state, that reaction state to the more like relaxation response state. So we know the power of it. So I would say to them, don't be stingy with your breath and don't be stingy with your love. Don't be stingy with your love because when we're in stinginess, we're in a thought system in a mindset of scarcity. We want to be in the expanded state, which is generosity, which is abundance, which is knowing who we are and who walks with us and what we have within us as powerful resources, spiritual resources to meet whatever comes. So we don't have to worry about holding on to that last piece of bread. We can give the, the other half of the sandwich to someone else. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that we will have what we need. You will know what you need to know when you need to know it, and you will have what you need to have when you need to have it. And that is a, an experience of trust, right? And trust can only happen in a love state, in an expansive state. It's the difference, right? That scarcity versus abundance. It's the same thing. Contraction and expansion has a thousand expressions. And I'm just hitting on a couple of here, just things that like kind of popped into my mind, right? It's also the difference between an experience of ego moving through the world with ego as your teacher and that contracted state, that fear state, that state of separation versus moving through the world with, with spirit or Holy Spirit, that inner teacher as your teacher which is the memory of God's love. It is the memory of source. It is the memory of your goodness. You know, of course, a miracle says, you know, child of God, you were created to create the good, the beautiful, and the holy. Do not forget this. That's the expanded state. Oh, I am here to create the good, the beautiful, and the holy. Yes, double amen hands. Hallelujah. Testify. That is what is going on. And when we're in, when the mind slips into a fear state, that detour into fear, we contract everything. We get smaller. It's like kind of like the difference between when, you know, when you're in like the, the trust state, because that's where intimacy is. When you're in the trust state, meaning you have developed enough of a relationship 
with the divine, the God of your own understanding, your spiritual mentor, whoever is in your life at that level, um, on the level of kind of, let's just stay in the spiritual realm. We know how intimacy can also look in personal relationships, whether you're lovers or friends or partners or whatever, people you know really well, that level of intimacy that can, doesn't always. I know people who are married who on a lot of levels don't have a lot of intimacy. And I'm not talking sexually. Like that's a tiny piece of it. I'm talking about a deep level of trust and knowing. But when you're in that level of trust with God, source, universe, spirit, um, higher power, I don't care what you call it. When you're in that place, that place of intimacy is where trust happens. It's also where healing happens. As my beautiful friend, Marianne C taught me, right? It's, it's where intimacy happens. And it's the difference of like, if I had to give like, kind of like visuals, right? It, when you're in the trust and intimacy, intimacy place and you feel relaxed enough to be your true self, which is what you really are, which is love. So when you get to be your true self, which is love, that's like, think of it like the expansive state, like peacocks, like whoo, spreading their tail feathers, birds spreading their wings. We are in the state of flight and ascension, right? It's the transcendent state, the open state. Now, get, I get it. Being in this world, there are a lot of reasons why we feel sometimes the need to go in to the contracted state, the protective state right? There's a lot of fear. This ego world is very fear-driven. I get it. And, and, and in that state, rather than spreading our wings, we do more like we tuck our tails. You ever see a dog that was afraid and the tail goes down in between their legs? So the contracted state, the protective state, that ego fear state is all about tucking tail and turtling ourselves. We don't want to be turtling ourselves. Now, I love turtles. I think they're the cutest damn things. I love turtles. Love me some little turtles. But you know when turtles like go like, oh, and they, and they pull in, they, they saran wrap themselves, right? Like all the limbs and the head, it goes right into the little shell and it's in protection mode. And we don't want to be in the turtle state. Now there might be times when it's appropriate. I'm not saying never, ever, ever. Sometimes we got to like pull it in. But if we don't have a means and a way to know that where we really are supposed to be is shining and in expansion and in our bigness. And big doesn't mean like a thousand million Instagram followers. I don't mean that. Like you're in your bigness, in your, when, when, when I say playing big, I always say, you know, there's that whole thing, like don't play small. When I say playing big, what I mean is playing authentic, playing real, like really being in the true essence of yourself. You know, and we can feel it. It's like the difference between, let me say it like this. The difference between like expectations, you know how expectations, it's like, ah, oh, shit, there's all these expectations and expectations immediately just kind of, I say expectations are premeditated resentments, right? It's like built in disappointment. <laughs> so the difference between like an expectation versus um, appreciation or take it a step further, father, gratitude. So the difference between like expectation versus appreciation and gratitude. Because the power of the things like uh, gratitude and curiosity and generosity, what all those things do is they allow you to expand your ability, your capacity to love. Where when you're in fear, when you're in judgment, when you're in stinginess, when you're in ego, when you're in expectation, what you're in is the field, the realm of separation. That's the ego's playground. 
the, the whole, like the, the, the spirit is all into wholeness and holiness, the truth of you, where separation, that's the playground of the ego and it's a bullshit game. But that realm contracts, it limits our ability to love. And so when we're moving through the world, we don't want to be like little shrinky dinks. We don't want to be like saran wraps. Like, and I'm not saying, like when I say saran wraps, Sally, I mean, that's like a state of being. It's not a particular person. We don't want to be saran wrap Sally's or saran wrap Steve's. <laughs> we want to be in the full expansion of ourselves. So things to pay attention to. When you get around particular people, notice how do I feel? Oh, hey, Toby Pajamas. Toby Pajamas just jumped in on the call, uh, on, the, on, the, on the episode. So you want to ask yourself, when you get around certain people, do I feel myself contracting turtling myself, tucking tail, getting small, shutting the doors to my hat? Or do I feel myself get more expansive? Do I feel myself being more, feeling like I'm safe and I can shine and I can be myself and I'm appreciated here? There's a generosity element here. It's the same thing about particular places. You know, it's so interesting, like when you're choosing a place to live, I can walk into a place, like when I was looking for, um, like to move my yoga studio, right? Like, oh, whatever, you can call it a place to live, a place to do your business, whatever it is. Who you wanna do business with. I can walk into a particular place and go, oh, no, 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 no. Like I know right away, this is not a place that I can grow into. You know how they talk about like goldfish? And how a goldfish will expand to the amount of room you give to it, right? They will grow in relation to the space that they have. So if I go into a space and it makes me like, or if I meet somebody and it makes me contract, I go, I know this isn't for me. Like your spiritual team has the help. I always say that what the one, one of the good things that your body is for, <laughs> we are not the body. The body is not real. I am not a body. I am free for I am as God created me, A Course in Miracles says. But one of the good things about the body is that it is a, is a, it is a helpful, to me, it's like a divination rod. It's like a, you know, it's like a way to go like, it gives me good feedback. It's a good communication device the body. So the body is letting me know like, oh yeah, I don't like this. Th this is not for me. I feel contracted. So remember, love does not happen in a contracted state. We have to expand. And part of that is like, I always want to be in a place where I feel like there's room for me to grow. That I am, my ideas, my um, just feeling welcome. You know the difference between exclusion and inclusion? knowing that you feel welcome there. And in order to be welcome, you don't have to be put in somebody's small little box. No boxes. There's no boxes in expansion. It's like openness, open-mindedness, inclusion, generosity. So we want to be looking for that. Like when we're about to make a business deal, or even if you're a coach or a mentor and you're thinking about working with a client, and even if they have the money to pay, I always say to people like when, so right now I'm welcoming in, right? I have a few spots for one-to-one -one mentoring and, um, and I just got a new client. So I have fewer new spots, but I have a couple of new spots left. Um, but when, when I'm first getting on the phone with people to see, it's really to see if we're a good fit. First of all, there's the application, Right where they have to like fill out the application. So I get a sense of, okay, what's going on? Who am I dealing with? And then I trust my gut instinct, right? My body is a really good, like mm, divination, divination rod. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but uh, you know what I mean? 
gives me good feedback. And then I get on a phone call and that phone call is doubling down. It's helping me to see, right? Is this a good fit? Do they feel ready for this work? Is this somebody I want to spend six months with? Because there's intimacy. The ability to transform and to expand only happens. The ability to heal and transform your story to your glory only happens in intimacy. So in the one-to-one program, like I know I'm going to be spending close time with somebody. And I don't care if you can pay. I mean, I do, obviously. Well, yeah, I have to care if you can pay, meaning that's how we work together, right? The investment. Can you make the investment? What I'm saying is, if I don't think we're a good fit, even if you have the ability to pay, that's not it. I'm not in it. I'm not in it just to take your money. I'm in it to say like, hey, can there be an expansion in this experience? Or is there going to be a contraction of fear where they're fighting me for their limitations? Where I already know, I already, when, I, when I have a sense of, of lack of readiness, when you're going to sleep with somebody or you're going to start a relationship with somebody on any level, right? We want to be paying attention and we got to know what's ours and what's theirs. We got to know like, oh, I'm feeling contracted because that's my own shit because I don't think I'm worthy enough or I don't think I'm good enough or I don't think I'm lovable or I have some old bullshit belief or story, right? Where I just feel like that BS, right? The beliefs and stories of our past where we're not ready yet to step into the greatness and the wholeness and the holiness that we are. Sometimes it's not on them. It's just like, you just get like, oh, I don't belong here. And it makes you anxious. And, you know, you would rather, there are a lot of people I know who would rather be like big fish in a small pond because that's where they're comfortable. And when they go into bigger ponds, they get overwhelmed. They don't know what to do. They don't feel like they belong. And they start to feel like whether they are or they aren't, only they know, right? But whether or not they feel like a, um, an imposter or they're like, oh, I don't belong here or whatever. So sometimes you got you to own your pot in the whole contraction and expansion experience. So I like to be around. That's why, like, if you can, those of you who watch the show and if you've ever seen me do a Facebook Live, you can see my space behind me. I'm really big into what's in my space. The objects are in my space. So in my home, right, especially being married to my sweetie, who's a professional musician, you know, um, we're both, and he's also an artist and I'm a writer and a storyteller. And I, so we both love art and color and expression and books and music and the arts, you know, you'll see there's like pictures and artwork and statues and murtis and, you know, everything around me because I love the expression and it's expansive. You know, I've often talked about like, I've been in some beautiful homes in my lifetime, especially living out in LA in California and knowing people who had money, right? Whatever. I've been in some beautiful homes, but there are homes I've been in. They're so nice. Everything's like white. Everything's like a particular way. And I'm not bagging on it. It looks beautiful. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just giving an, an example. But you know those homes that you go into and you're just afraid to fucking touch anything? Like you don't want to sit on anything. You don't want to touch anything. You're afraid you're going to mess it up or leave a mark or, oh my God, like I can't I, take off my shoes. And I don't mind. I take off shoes in my house too. So I'm not talking about that, but I'm just saying you're just afraid. So it doesn't feel like a warm, fuzzy space, right? Versus there are some other houses that still might be nice, but you're like, oh, people live here. There's intimacy here. Like family happens here or stuff happens here. People eat here and sleep here and create meals here and they laugh here. And there's like mocks from where like, oh, the kids grew up. You see the little lines on the wall and like, oh yeah, that dent is from when I dropped the thing. And that scratch is from my old dog who, 
right? It's got like the character and the stories. It's an expansive space where you come in and you're like, oh, I can't wait to sit down and snuggle up here. And for me, like that's the kind of experience that I want to be as a person. Like when I move into a room, I don't want people, I want people to feel, um, how do I say it? It's not so much like, oh, magnetized or drawn to me for ego reasons, but I want them to know just in my presence that it is a safe place, that there can be intimacy there. That it's, I think it's a reason why like strangers will just tell me their life stories where most people, I'm not saying all, most people feel very comfortable talking to me because I know how to create a container. At least I think I do. I could be wrong. Somebody else might say to me, no, you suck at that. But I, I'm I feel like I'm able to hold a pretty safe container for people. That's the expansive state. That's like the wings wide open, come into the nest. Come into the nest. It is safe here. You have refuge here. You can, you can grow new wings or heal an injured wing until you're ready to take flight again, right? So I just want you to be thinking about that. Not only where are you experiencing contraction and expansion out in the world when it comes to the places you do business with, the people you um, have relationships with, but also in your own work, what are you putting out into the world? What is people's experience of you? Are you, do they feel that you are somebody who's very closed down and like Saran Wrap Steve or Saran Wrap Sally, like there's no getting in, there's no touching that. There's no um, warmth. Is it a closed fist experience? And I also talk about this too, versus like, you know, a safe place to land. How are you showing up and what are you creating? Because whichever one you're choosing, you're either limiting and um, you're taking yourself out of the knees, right? You're limiting your capacity, your ability to love versus we want to be in a place where I can expand my ability and my capacity to love. And I talk about this like, you know, at my, my fearless flow retreats, when we talk about forgiveness and I'll say, you know, forgiveness can't happen in this state with the closed fist. You at least need, there has to be a tiny little crack. You have to uncurl your fingers a tiny bit at least. Tiny bit of willingness is all that spirit, a Holy Spirit needs. So, big questions around this. How have we been showing up? Have I been a shrinky dink? (laughs) Even just saying shrinky dinks makes me laugh. I know some of you are going to be Googling that shit. Go Google it. And you'll know what I'm talking about. There's some great old like 70s commercials. And there's like these two little kids and they're in the living room and they see the sun and they go, <gasps> shrinky dinks. And then they go running. It's the funniest shit. You got to go watch it, right? So no more saran wrapping ourselves, guys. No more turtling ourselves. No more tuck and tail. This is the age of, I'm telling you, this is the age of the peacocks. This is the age of the birds. If you, if you follow me on Instagram or on um, Facebook, you'll see that I've been doing a lot of stories about feathers and birds and the transformations. And birds are part of my brand. Like the peacock feather is my logo, right? So I'm all into the birds and to the expansive quality of peacocks. And when they fan that tail feather and they're like, that's right, motherfucker, I am here. <laughs> I am a child of God and I am here to be expansive and to expand my capacity for love, to expand my capacity for forgiveness, to expand my capacity to shine the light and to look upon people with curiosity instead of judgment, to look upon people with generosity instead of stinginess, to look upon people with, I see the Christ within, I see the divine within, I see the holiness within, I see the goodness within. I'm looking on them with my love glasses and not through the lens of fear, which is its whole 
purpose is to separate and destroy. So I hope that somehow this whole talk about contraction and expansion, and you can feel it in your body, right? It's a difference between spring and summer. Like here in New England, we got the, definitely the four seasons, which winter, let's stop. People, you think about like the 12 months and the four seasons and some, some bad math of like people think like, oh, it's like three months. No, winter is like six friggin' seasons, six, six months long to me here. Let's, let's call that, let's call that out, the truth of that. To me, winter is like uh, November through like April. <laughs> but we know the difference. Spring, the blossom, the blooms, the birds, the babies, the mating, it's all happening. It's all coming back to life. It's very expensive. It's very yin. It's very female, right? Think about a rosebud, like that tight, the tight bud versus the bloom. So the seasons of our life, sometimes we're in our spring and our summer and we feel very expansive. And then, you know, in, in, in fall, when things start to die off and fall away and it's starting to get quiet, it's starting to go into hibernation and the contraction of winter, even like the heat versus the cold, cold contracts, heat expands. We know all this. It's science, molecular science, right? So there will be times in our lives where we do feel the need to, 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 and, I, and I often say, right, I say this quote, like, try to move through the world with nothing to attack, defend, or prove. But there will come times when we do have to do a little, like, protect. Because we're not in a safe place. But my wish and my hope for all of us, when we find ourselves in a contracted state, that we have tools, Right? I have this little thing that I'm working on called the spiritual toolkit. And, um, and I, I've, I use that. Yeah, whatever. That, I don't need to go into all that. It's not that. It's only interesting to me. <laughs> so the spiritual toolkit, right? And it's like, so if we find ourselves in a contracted state, if we do find ourselves wrapped up like Saran Wrap Sally or Saran Wrap Steve, do we have the tools to unwrap ourselves, to unwrap the old conditioning, to release the trauma and the fear? So that we can start to choose the teacher of love, the teacher of the light spirit. And that's my hope for all of us. You know, and it's, it's the work that I do. It's the work that I do in spiritual mentoring. And I do this work because I know it's necessary and I know it's needed. And you know how I know? Because I needed it first. I'm not saying I'm the first one in the world to need it, but I, I realized that, yeah, I spent a lot of my time with my dukes up in a contracted state. My bowels too. Hello, irritable bowel syndrome. I'm gonna, I should finally just do that episode. I can do a whole thing about IBS. That's a contracted, there's a contraction. Sometimes there's inflammation too, but like it is just like fear state. And there's these patterns that get created and we, we wanna break up these patterns of fear. And it's hard here in this world of duality, but there are helpers. There are helpers and there's programs and there's mentors and there's people, right? And whether they're therapists or psychologists or social work, like there are helpers. Look around. There are plenty of good helpers. Just do your homework first. So you guys, this is me coming from my um, expanded state, right? My expanded state of love for all of you. Like, I, like windows are open. If you can see behind me, both windows are open, open, open the windows, swing open the love doors and let them in. I love that song. Okay. So uh, I think that was Paul McCartney and wings. If you couldn't tell from my uh, fantastic singing. <laughs> all right, you guys, I love you. 
thank you for being with me. Uh, hit me up, hit me up and tell me, uh, you know, about it. Um, I love, I love hearing like, that's the stories of contraction and expansion and how we experience them. And it's really such an intuitive and gut instinct thing. Like we just know like, right? So whether we're turtling or we're peacocking and we're spreading those wings. So I love you guys and I appreciate you and I celebrate you and I carry you with me. You know, I, I carry you with me in my heart. And um, I hope you enjoyed this episode, that you got something from it, that you had a good, as they say, a good takeaway uh, or something that you can apply to your life. You can live it and practice it that is helpful. And uh, yeah, if you, if you haven't, uh, if you really dig the show and you know somebody who could maybe benefit from this, share this sucker, share this sucker with somebody. And you can also, um, to be helpful, if you feel like it, it's wicked helpful to go to uh, Apple iTunes and to leave a review or a rating. You can also tag me on social media. If you share this thing, that would be great. I love, I, I asked for the tag because I want to be able to say thank you. Um, gratitude is wicked important to me and being able to say thank you directly. Um, that, that's, that's real for me. So, so I appreciate the tag if you do tag me. So I love you guys, you guys, wherever you go, wherever you go, especially if you go into a place that is contracted. Take those people, right? You're just your presence alone, right? Should be a blessing. May you find the people, the places, the pets, the animals, the environment. May you leave it better than when you found it. May you leave it more expansive than contracted wherever you go. May you be a blessing. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days and let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. -E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you wanna hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing. <laughs>